Happy Holidays, Edmonton. It's Omar Mualem, editor of The Yards, the magazine of the downtown Edmonton and Oliver Community Leagues, and host of The Yards Podcast. I hope you're having a stress-free Christmas season. Okay, you're probably not, I know. But think of it this way, at least you're not delivering mail this time of year. For a Canada Post worker, delivery demands during the jolly season explodes, making up 25% of the annual parcel volume. And that was before Canadian Black Friday added more to the demands. Now, despite the overall dwindling use of the postal system in 2015, their holiday deliveries are expected to grow by another 20%. So just keep that in mind when you're interrogating the postie about the whereabouts of the downtown Abbey box set for your mother-in-law. But postmen and postwomen provide so much more a service than just dropping off the mail. They are the ears and eyes of the neighborhood. They're the little glimpses of companionship in lonely people's lives. They're the search and rescue team of runaway pets and a great source for neighborhood gossip. Today, we have Janet Heichel in the studio. She's the postie for a small but densely populated Root and Oliver and a 28-year veteran of Canada Post. You may recognize her from our fall cover story on pedestrian safety called What the Postwoman Knows. In the thick of the holiday season, we're going to find out what else the postwoman knows. Janet, thanks for joining me. No problem. Thank you. So last we spoke, it was about the dangerous intersections on 119 and 121st Street and uh, Jasper Avenue. Now, since then, they've added some pedestrian lights. Have you noticed a difference at all? I think that was such a great idea. So every block from 109th Street to 120th Street or 21st Street has lights at it on it so I think that's great and I have noticed but you know what still people when you press the button it's not instant they have to wait for the walk and a lot of people are impatient they're still crossing yeah, the streets absolutely. I find and the vehicles as well too some of them still go through the yellow light and the they red do. light they do yeah well they're impatient with it right they're not yeah. used to so now what you what what did you used to see at that intersection because when when I shadowed you that uh, afternoon you know, there were um, literally people with walkers who had to make themselves known to the cars just to cross it. But you, I mean, you've been seeing this for four and a half years. Oh, yeah. The people would, unless they make a point of stepping out onto the street, no one would stop. And you know how some of the people with the walkers, the seniors, they come there, they stand in the corner. So as long as you're standing, no one's going to stop for you. That's what I was noticing. So now with the lights, at least they can press and they can wait when there's a walk light, they can go through. Especially um, on that corner, because there's the there's the two senior centers. There's Ansgard and... The Kiwanis. Kiwanis. And now there's a, a third one, the... Synagogue. The si- Right, right. The, the Jewish home, Senior yes. Center, our yeah. parents' home. Yeah. A lot of them cross across because there's the Starbucks now that we have the brew house there. Plus there's a salon, hair salon there. And there's a, a dental place there. So a lot of them come across. There. Yeah. It's amazing how long it took for the city to put some lights at that intersection, um, considering how many people were, were struck there. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to see um, the map that was created by a couple of uh, grassroots advocates, but they created a map of the most dangerous intersections. And you know, sure enough, 119 was one of the most um, one of the most dangerous in, in downtown. Yeah, I think it was 118. Where 118. Earls, where yes, Earls that's is. the that one, was, right? Yeah, because there was a lot of traffic back and forth, back and forth there, too. And that's where one of the gals got hit there. Yeah. On a more general and happier topic, though. You've been at that route for, is it five years now? It's coming five years, coming yes. five years. What do you like about your route? 
Oh, I love the people there. I love the just just the street there. It's so beautiful there. The Jasper Avenue going down 120th Street is just um, vibrant. Mm-hmm. Lots of people out, and in the summertime, it's nice. The flowers are all out. Everyone's outside there, and back and forth, the coffee shops on the route. It's just a nice area, very nice area, very friendly area as well too. People have an idea, I think, of uh, downtown and, and Oliver as being these neighborhoods where it's just like a lot of students and young hip people live. But you get to see who really lives there. What, what's the diversity like? What, what's the makeup of that neighborhood? Professionals, there's students there. There's a lot, a lot of seniors in that area. Mm-hmm. Lots of them too. So there's all kinds of people. There are families as well too. You know, mm. so a variety, variety of people. Has working this route changed the way that you see Oliver at all? Um, yes, very much so. Because I think Oliver, working in this area, is just everyone knows everyone. Mm. You know where everyone lives, and everyone knows you by name. They go, hi, in the morning, good morning. Such a friendly neighborhood, too. I think because it's a... Uh, uh, there's so many, and so many of the seniors, there's all, they're always out and about, so they get to know you. Mm-hmm. And you see things, whereas in other areas, especially where homes, if you're in the home, there's no one there. It's no a little bit there. more isolated. Yes, very much. Right, and yeah. you've been doing this for 28 years. For 28 years, yes, yeah. yes. And the, the, the core, the downtown roots, are it's a different feel. It's very different. Does very it change different. your job much? Um, yes, you have a little bit more. In the house... In, if you do residential areas, there's really not that much mail, not, not that many parcels and stuff like that. But in this area, you find, um, because of the seniors, they do a lot of shopping online. Mm-hmm. So there's much more volume, mm-hmm. I would say. Because everybody, you know, knows each other, do you, I mean, do you, do you get some good gossip or <laughs> do, you know do, do people do people share things with you do you learn a lot about the the neighborhood um, as a result of that I, I do I do there a lot, lot of them they're I guess um, for some reason when they see the letter carrier they it, it's someone to talk to so they share their family what their families are doing they share what the next door neighbor's doing who's got married who's this who's that and everything you know and all the goods to buy and things like that so it, it's kind of nice mm-hmm. spend a lot of time talking do you have any great like heroic stories about finding lost parcels for people or uh, and then, no I, I can't say I do but I know I remember one uh, episode there the gentleman couldn't went to pick up his parcel at the outlet and they couldn't find it so I said let me go for you so I went there and um, I made them find it was there I know because I know I carted it out so it had to be there so they looked like finally it was missorted in some other pile or had a different number on it and I got it back to him he was so pleased because he made a couple trips you know and sometimes it's tough for them to go you know quite a ways to pick it up yeah so yeah something like that yeah and, and I imagine if there are lost pets maybe do people uh do, do people reach out to their to their post person they let you know and then they put posters all and they try to make you deliver their little flyers and leave it in every uh, um apartment building to see if anybody's seen them mm-hmm. but it's not very not too many pets in this area yeah in the area where <laughs> i deliver Right, and not too many kids either. Not too many children. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. What are the what are the surprises that people might? Um, what are the things that might surprise people about 
the job that you do that maybe isn't anticipated and that you really have to be on the ground to to experience and understand most of them are just uh it's the volume it's the big packages they're going you know how do you carry this you know if I bring big package oh my that must be so heavy for you it's things like that you know or else maybe they get a a surprise package oh who sent me this you know I I don't know (laughs) your family or something like that yeah it's just just things like that you know when when things get lost or when they haven't received things does does it put an added pressure are people you know, are people understanding of the fact that, you know, it's it's often out of your hands? No, they don't. They think that I can find their lost package or their lost letter or something that hasn't arrived when it should arrive. Some of them really uh, uh, keep track of their letters, especially if the family sends, well, my daughter sent me this and it should be here. It's not here. And I can tell them that I'll keep my eyes open for them and I'll watch to see if it comes through. That's about all I can do, but I can't pinpoint exactly where it is or how long it's going to take, mm-hmm. especially this time of the year when it's so busy. And if they're waiting for cards or for parcels, it's really tough. Right. I mean, how much does it change this part of this part of the year? It, it, amazing. It's amazing. I deliver so many parcels per day. It's close to 80 parcels every day I have for in this area where I deliver. So it's it's a big change. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it's just tough, little tough work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it's it's something like a quarter of the total volume that goes through the mail in Canada happens in these in this holiday season. Yes, yes. That's why I need the rest in November so I can. <laughs> and ironically, it's even, you know, since Black Friday was added as sort of a, uh, you know, uh, de facto national shopping day. Um, it seems like the volume's going up even more. Canada Post was expecting another 20% of uh, parcels this holiday season compared to the last. Well, exactly. And this is exactly what's happening because of the Black Friday and uh, all the other sales that they have on. People just, it's, it's amazing that the stores can even be physically you know, making anything because everyone's online shopping. You'd think that no one's in the stores. It's, it's amazing. It is, you know how they can survive because most of the packages from all these stores that I see that are in the malls, people get their packages online. It's easier, I guess, for everyone. So aside from just delivering the mail, what else do you do for people? Like what else, what else is sort of your job? Are you a neighborhood watcher, a connector? I do, you know, I can tell you this story. There was a And I usually know when I deliver mail and I look at the mailboxes and I know, well, this person always picks up the mail. And it's been going on for about three days. And then I finally went to the manager. I said, you know what? There's something wrong. I don't see this individual picking up the mailbox and it's getting full. So they went up and they checked his room and he passed away. Oh, wow. You know, so it's things like that. And then as well, when I deliver mail too, sometimes people leave off. The uh, one number or something like that but if I recognize the name or I even try to go into the managers to the office to see if this person lives here I deliver you know everything everything Mm -hmm. I can I never send anything back if I know the person's living there and they made a mistake some people forget to put the uh, condo units number on so you know but I find them out and I deliver them and they're happy to receive yeah yeah so that's kind of nice what are what are some of your favorite you know gems of your route and and um, 
what are you, what are the great, you know, do you have any good tales from, uh, from delivering in that, that sort of West Oliver area? Well, um, there was, uh, the one incident that I know I, I was in a parking lot and there was a, a senior and she was, uh, she, and I know she was in distress. She was looking around. So I stopped and asked her, she couldn't find her car. So, and she had her keys with her, but she didn't know how to operate. And I said, well, uh, you press this and it'll make a noise. Mm-hmm. So we found her, she was sort of, she was ready to cry, you know? And so we found her car. She was so happy to see that, you know, and people, they're very, very friendly. I mean, when, the, when you walk into the senior's home and they see you, they just chat, 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 chat. <laughs> it's, I like it. I really love it. They share everything with you. Share everything, everything. I think, you know, a lot of lonely people too, you know, yeah. when they see me and they just, like to talk and I take my time and I spend a little bit of time with them especially when I deliver a parcel to them I go to right to their door you know and then they want me to come in and they offer me a cookie or something like that so but I do spend time with them make them feel better who are some of your favorite people um from your route I mean you you seem to know everyone when when our fall issue came out there were so many people who talked to me and been like I I know her that's my that's my post lady and you know what, Omar, that was such a great story because oh. everywhere I went, hi, Janet, hi, Janet, they all knew me by name and I'm looking, you know, and sometimes when I walk into a, a store in this area and, and they're, hi, Janet, they still know me with my without my uniform as well, too. So that was kind of neat. That's great. Yeah, it, it was. made up for the it extra just, load yes. of work that we gave you when we mailed that issue out. <laughs> it really did. And it, I was amazed. Um, I thought, you know, people don't read this because most of the people, it's like junk mail, but they do. A lot of people read that. Oh, it was amazing. Sweet. Yes. That was a great, that's I like that one. I, I like that. It. Yes. Yeah. So, so you, I mean, you, you meet so many people. It seems that you know everyone, you know, um, you know, the, you know, the receptionist by first name, you know, Bruce from the CNIB. Who, who are some of your favorite personalities and characters from your route? Well, I would say, uh, well, I do love my business people. I do. They're re- very, very nice. And But my, I love the seniors. I love the seniors. I like going into their homes. I like delivering to them. They're so happy when you knock on the door and deliver a package. It's, it's just like, oh, amazing. Oh, this is for me. And they're just so, so happy. It's that it extra is, little companionship it, yes, kind of social just that It just makes them so happy to receive something, you know. Just, oh my, you know, I've got a parcel, I've got a present. And is that is that part of what draws you to your job is the... I, I, that's what I like is the yeah. people, the people that they're so happy when they receive something. I like that delivering to them. Yeah, just amazing, amazing. And you don't get that when you deliver in the residential areas because most of them are in their homes. So you mm-hmm. don't have that contact because right. they're not there, they're working. But when you walk into these homes, it's even in the, in the condo, in apartment buildings, in the big condos too, there's a lot of people in the lobbies and stuff like that. Right. So they get to know you and then you go, oh, I have a package for you. I know them already. So I don't have to go to their door and they go, oh, they're just, they're amazed that I know them. And, you know, by name and who they are, I can put a face to their name. What Now, given that Canada Post is about to, I mean, undergo a, a huge change in the way that it operates, they're putting up the, the mailboxes that are going to end home delivery, it seems. Um, what does that, 
what does that mean for you? What does that mean for your job and, uh, and, in, and in this area as well? Well, the downtown core of Edmonton is okay. I mean, yeah. and the Oliver area as well, too, because it's all already as it, a condo is, is a one stop right. and the mailbox is there. So it doesn't affect them as well. But I, I think you know that Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, put a stop to that till he... Right, so there's there's a moratorium on that. Yes, on yes. that until he decides what you know. They're going to do. do further analysis. Yes, on that as well too, but um, you know they did St. Albert and they did Short Park there because there's a lot of homes in that area and a lot of people uh, were out of a, their positions got cut. So now Canada Post has to move them into different areas and find something for them to do. So they've got all these extra people that they have no. A specific job mm. for them so they put them here and assign them to these positions and they're sort of like all over and I think this is what they're trying to do so the people that have a lot of seniority they're trying to force them out so they'll retire sooner mm-hmm. it's a bit cost safe for Canada Post what do you think that you know Canadians people in, in in maybe not necessarily in downtown but in these residential areas do you think they'll lose something by not having that home delivery uh, you mean Canada Post will lose some? Or the, no, I mean do you think the the homeowners or the the residents themselves. Like you, what 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 do we lose when we don't have that that postal worker coming straight to our door? Well, you see, most of the professional people that are working, it probably doesn't affect them mm-hmm. at all. A lot of people get their already some of their mail online and stuff like that. But it, it's mostly the seniors and the people mm-hmm. that are handicapped that are at home. Um, they'll be they'll have to move. They'll have to walk. Right. You know, and in, I mean, in summer, it's nice. But if you're not mobile, you can't go. You can't do this. And in the wintertime, too, I mean, when it's icy and it's snowing out there, and if you have to walk a few blocks, you know, I think that's really tough on them. And they also, I guess, lose, you know, some of that social interaction, that, that small interaction that, that well, they have and, with someone like you. Well, exactly. And, that, and that's most of us as well, too, because when we do residential delivery, too, and if the seniors are at home, you know that um, they're there and they know you and they pick up their mail and you keep an eye out for them. Mm-hmm. And you see, and this is where the lost dogs come and the children, if they're missing or something, they're around where they shouldn't be, stuff like that. But when we're not there, who's going to keep an eye on these lonely people that are by themselves, that have no one to look after them, and something happens to them? You know, so I think that's a big mistake. So just as, as, a, as a last question, um, we, we called the last article that we, that we wrote that you were featured in, What the Postwoman Knows. So what are, what's some other wisdom that you might have about, uh, about the core, you know, from, from your perspective? What else does the postwoman know? You know, you get to know the people in the area. You get to know which buildings are safe buildings. You get to know who lives and who belongs there. And um, especially when when I go into uh, to the door, I, I make sure that I don't let anybody in like some people do. And then some buildings, when you do deliver to them and you um, ring their buzzer, they don't... Uh, they just let you in. So I, when I go up to them, I tell them you shouldn't be doing this because you have, you don't know who you're letting into your building. And this is where problems start. And I, sh- I will say Oliver's a very safe neighborhood, very <laughs> safe neighborhood. Great. It's a, it's a great place, yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us and thanks for your time. Oh, you're welcome, Omar, anytime. And, uh, you know, I, I on, on one hand, I, I hope that the 
volume of uh, of mail keeps increasing for you guys, but at the same time, I, I hope that it's a stress-free holiday season. You know, it's okay. It only comes once a year. We enjoy this. It makes everyone happy. Yeah. And thank you very much for having me. Thank you. That's all for the Yards Podcast. We broadcast an episode monthly and publish a magazine quarterly. Look for the new issue out now, our first annual Best in the Core issue with 45 of our favorite neighborhood treasures. If you didn't already get one in your mailbox in Oliver or downtown, then grab one from one of the businesses listed on our website. Read us at theyardsyag.ca. We tweet at the Yards Yag, and we're on Facebook too. The Yards is funded by the Downtown Edmonton and Oliver Community Leagues. If you have a story idea or know someone who plays a big part in downtown, if you are that person, get in touch at editor at theyardsyag.ca. Special thanks today to Stephen Bowers, who generously lets us use his studio. Check him out at stephenbowers, B-O-W-E-R-S.com. Thanks for listening.